Yes. That we can get all of our weirdo comments on the recorded and use them for out of context quotes. Would I do something like that? Yes. Well, this is true. Mm-hmm. So, are we ready? I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably. Okay. Hello, and welcome to Pack Tactics Season Four. This is Episode Two, called Door Number Two, and we're recording this on seven twenty-two. This is a coincidence, but it amuses me greatly. My name is Crash. I'll be your DM for the evening for this all-culturally kobold campaign. And tonight, joining me are a bunch of cultural kobolds, or so they assert, Beth, (laughs) Ellie, and Eo. So, what happened last time? We fought a terrible thing, and it died. I believe it was called an unspeakable horror. So we will continue to converse about it for some time. Indeed. But we can't speak on how horrible it was. Its horror was unspeakable. Possibly ineffable. I mean, where would you put the F? Ellie, Ellie, don't, don't, don't do this to me. You don't do this to me. <laughs> you clearly have, no, you don't have inspiration, but you do now. So there. <laughs> That's a new record for how quickly I've given someone inspiration, I think, from the start of the session. Uh... So yes, you did find an unspeakable horror in the research and development lab, which had been destroying cobot harvesters that were fixing the tunnel to the research and development lab. And then you explored the research and development lab, which should have a better name because I'm getting tired of saying research and development. R&D. No, that's too simple. No, no, one I'm talking about. Uh, there, there was spots for... and Dev. <laughs> Dang it, you already have inspiration, fine. Uh, There were spots for growing uh, genetically modified foods, which is very advanced for kobolds. Uh, There was research being put into developing new kinds of kobolds to manage said foods because they liked growing in a perpetual sunlit environment, such as the inner surface of the planet that you're in because the planet is technically a Dyson sphere, because of course it is. And kobolds do not like an environment that is always sunshine, even though they're the ones who built it. They decided we have robots for that. You also found a large crystal and a fedora in a box, along with some other spare parts. You found a notebook, well, what was left of a notebook, that revealed a lot of the exposition I've already gone over, and also potentially the dating habits, some of them at least, of one of the kobold researchers. And right before the session ended, Ellie asked a question, what's behind that door over there? And I said storage. So the question now is, what do you do? Well, you should open the storage door carefully and see if there are any more unspeakable horrors. Do you really want to open a door and look for unspeakable horrors? No, but if we don't open the door to flush out any unspeakable horrors then they'll probably wind up opening the door themselves when we don't expect it, and then the unspeakable horrors will have the drop on us. I mean, that last one didn't seem capable of opening doors. Hobby will investigate this door and see if there's any, like, dust in front of it or indication that it's been opened in the past mumbledy hundred years, thousand years, whatever. I'm just sitting back and smiling because you said Hobby is doing this. And if Hobby is doing Hobby. this, it's not you going to have hobbies, any... You put all the hobbies on the screen. I have screen. no idea now what you're talking about. Hobbies. There there were ah. no tabaxi added to this map since the recording since you started. Start, 
Yeah, since the recording started. <laughs> there may or may not have been 20 of them previously that were doing a, a synchronous dance routine. Mm-hmm. But that See, is no longer the, happening. Nevertheless, that is your is your fault. Sorry, we'll attempt investigation. She is bad at it and will therefore probably be asking someone else if... Well, you have a negative yeah, no. one, so with a nine... You find no traps. Well, what she's looking for, she's probably going to sort of peer at it and go, can anyone figure out if the door's ever been opened in the last however long? So Dezah got a 13. And you know what? I think it hasn't quite been 10 minutes yet since you cast flying. So you get to look at the door from all angles except the other side of it. Research, Development, Rendering, and Reproduction, or RDRR. Radar. Radar. No, no. RDRR. It's a pun. I'll take your word for it. Oh, hardy har har. Okay, that there works. There we go. Took a while. I like to refer it to those puns while. as slow burns. Mm. Like when I used the terrible pun on my mom, and she said, yeah, wait. <laughs> Only there was a longer pause. Between those two things. (laughs) I think she was... I don't know if she was less proud of me or more proud of me because of that moment. But something changed. Anyway, with a 13, Dezad does not find anything out of the ordinary for this door other than it does not appear to be damaged. Which, considering the state of everything else in this lab and everything in the train station just outside of this lab and the tunnel that led to the train station, and the forge, and the building that used to be on top of the forge. Like, everything you've encountered up to this point has been severely damaged. This door appears to be fine. A little dusty. A little dusty, but, you know, it's a door. Um, I'm going to use the ability I just got called Ghostly Gaze and look through the door. You see shelves. They are illuminated by a few panels off in the distance. There's aisles. It's not all rows of straight shelving, so there are some tributaries. But there's a lot of crates and boxes. And we probably are going to need those. um, By ability you just got, you mean we already already had that level last session, right? Yes, you you did have that level last session. Okay. But... But I am not a level lower than I should be. So far as in-game time is concerned, you just got it. Even though, theoretically, you got it two weeks ago in our time. Uh, that's an 18. Now, Deza, how far can you see through this door? Uh, to a range of 30 feet. I'm, that actually is unclear to me. I can't tell whether, like, if I'm right next to the object, I can see 30 feet beyond it. Or I can see through objects that are up to 30 feet away. Okay. Uh, well, looking let's at... Assume, let's assume that the maximum I can see is 30 feet. Okay. I am so glad that this does not combine with your dark vision ability. Oh, it did. Within that range, you have dark vision if you don't already have it. Yes, but I'm. it doesn't go to the range of your current dark vision where you use this ability and you can just see Fair enough. forever in all directions. If it hasn't been opened... Perhaps we should all go back and inform the people, inform all the NPCs we left at the the other location, what happened, 
and what stupid thing we're about to do so that if we die horribly, they'll at least know what's gone wrong. Utashi says, yeah, oh, Utashi. I'll do that and walks right out the door. Okay. Well, that's good. I hope she gets there sometime this Mari week. Mari takes a few steps towards the door, then realizes that no one else is just following Utashi out and kind of stops and looks at everyone. It's else. okay if you want to follow her. I mean, we might need somebody to maintain, to, to, to hang on to their healing spells. I think someone's going to need to help Utashi keep focus. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're a great person, but um, mm-hmm. actually they're looking at the chin mm-hmm. right now. I- I'm I'm going to go check on Itachi. Wave, wave, wave. And Mari goes out the door. So now it is just a kobold, a dragonborn, a, c- a lizard full. A stuffed tail. Mm-hmm. The and left front hand of a skeletal dragon and a shadow spawn in the room. How long does the shadow spawn hang around for after you summon it? Um, I'm not certain. Let me double-check on uh, Foundry. Because until such time, we can just keep saying Longkep has a posse. <laughs> I know. But this could hit an hour. It lasts okay. for an hour. So you still have the Shadow Spot hanging around. You have Lefty, and you have the bones that were formerly referred to as Righty. But you can fix that. I'm going to have the shadow spawn go stand somewhere where it does not interfere with anyone's movement. And I'm going to gather up the bones. Okay. And Ellie, I'm assuming for the purposes of what information I gave you about what's on the other side of the door, that you were right up against it at the time you were asking the question. Yes. Because I saw your character was 15 feet from the door. That's Currently, it's mostly theater of the mind right now. Yeah. I had the measure tool selected and not the select tool. I've never done that myself, except every single time I was using push to talk. Are the walls here marked up by the abomination? Uh, Did it go scratching at the walls? In the lower right corner, definitely. There seems to have been a structural default or something that it exploited to sort of make a den for itself in a hole in the wall, which I'm told had great food. Before but, it destroyed it all, no doubt. But otherwise, this is this is like, sorry? A hole in the wall. Hole in the wall? Yeah. Desa, is there anything in this hole? I'm not sticking my head in it. Oh, uh, I'll go look. Okay. You go to look and you see that the hole in the wall is mostly like, it's mostly dirt on the other side and rock, uh, little bits of detritus, mm-hmm. a lot of small glittery flakes of crystal. It's almost as if somebody who had rolled around in glitter had taken a nap inside this hole in the wall. Not a tunnel, though, at least. No, it's not a tunnel. It's a den. Just making sure. It didn't lay eggs or anything, right? Well, unless those little flakes are eggs. You don't know how small Concerning. they are born. But the information gathered from the journal that Deza found suggests that this thing wasn't technically born so much as it was created. <laughs> Although it was created using fragments from an elf armada ship, and you don't really have information about how those are created. They're, they are semi-organic in that the crystals are grown. Matter of fact, elf armada space stations are made by taking multiple ships that are about to be decommissioned and having them grow together. But do you make an elf armada ship from a cutting? Do you plant a seed? 
Is there an arcane process where you summon a crystal elemental? That None of this information is stuff that you have. The Elf Armada isn't really up for sharing. Hopefully the collectors will come and collect these things and not leave them to be planted. I mean, good luck with that. There's glitter in there. You're never getting that out. You could burn this development center to the ground and the glitter would... We could flood it with lava. Then we'd have glittery lava. Yes. (laughs) Yes, but then it would be pretty lava. As a visual arts teacher, I disagree. (laughs) (laughs) Sparkle magma. Okay, at this point, Longkep, you have collected all of the bones. They are a, a sizable amount. If you were collecting the bones for a medium-sized creature, it'd be a lot more than you would want to comfortably carry. These are fewer bones because it's just a hand, but it's a draconic-sized hand, so they're Indeed. big. Indeed. Bones and a hand. The hand is kind of a medium-sized creature. That's how mm-hmm. I've interpreted it, yeah. Uh, Lefty comes over and tap taps you on the shoulder and sort of just like crouches down a little bit trying to create a flat surface. Longkep sets the bones on top of Lefty. Tiniest Kep climbs up on top of the pile of bones. Smallest Kep. Smallest Kep, (laughs) sure. One of these days I'll get it right. Today is not that day. So smallest Kep is now on top of a pile of bones on top of an animated hand. And is posing as if they have just climbed Mount Everest. They do not have a flag. I was about to say. Longkep was a different sort of individual. They would probably make a tiny flag for smallest Kep. But Longkep does not see the utility in a tiny flag. And so, this done, they are going to... um, Go over and see if the Deza and Sori need help with anything. Door. Um, door. Deza is going to open the door if she can figure out how. Probably not by running and slamming into it. That's somebody else. Different character. That's <laughs> yes. somebody else, and Deza has not been buffed enough to make the attempt. <laughs> Deza would bounce. So, based on what you've seen before, not here but in other locations. This is one of those doors that's designed to... Your first thought would be to have a kobold in the wall who waits for someone to walk near and then pulls on the door to open it while making a sound. Later, you learned that, no, this is actually... There's a machine that does that for you, which somehow knows when you're approaching, which is really weird. That does not appear to be working. However, there is a properly labeled emergency release latch. Okay. I'll pull the emergency release latch. The door shifts slightly, and there is a sound as it opens just enough for air pressure differences between here and the storage room to equalize. Did it suck air in or blow air out? That would require a perception check. Perception, perception. Oh dear, something is very broken in my spell book. It keeps randomly unpreparing spells. Ew. So I got, Sora nat, got 20. A nat 20 for trying to figure out which way the wind is blowing. Yep. And I'm using the term very loosely here because it was not a lot of air moving. The pressure between this lab and the storage room was almost equal, but just enough of a difference that it did cause the air to go through. Like, like opening Tupperware that's been in the fridge for a while. And it seems that 
air was coming from the storage room into here. Not a whole lot of it, but that's the direction it was heading. How terrible does that air smell? It actually doesn't smell bad at all. It's a little cool, Hmm. but not damp cool. Sorry, it would be getting goosebumps if she were a mammal. Well, not it's not cold. It is a cooler temperature no. than this room. No, 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 not not from the temperature, just from the from atmosphere. Yes. Well, Deza will try. No, I up. should not have Tiny Hut prepared. Why is Tiny Hut prepared? I'm sorry. I just had the, the mental image of, no, of micro slug people. Hut. A, a a little slug creature appears when you cast Tiny Hut. I no, am Leoman. Bring the fourth me. Spell. <laughs> Don't want to cast. Bring me Zisha and the Jawa. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Wrong campaign. <laughs> if, if it's, oh, if it's so, tiny. Oh, so much. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped being able to understand what you were saying because I think it was two of you talking at the same time and it was devolving into giggles, which is the best response, I think. Sorry. Yes, what is Sorry doing? I have switched the map. Let's see. They're not here. They're not here. Cogbucket, you're here? Do you say that in character? Oh, I don't think Desai even knows who Cogbucket is. Well, you're kobolds from the Circle of Tales. And your expedition was led by Sniv Stonetail, and it launched from the moon. So you might have met I Cogbucket. would say, I would say that you at least know who Jr. is. It's dark in here, isn't it? It is dark in here. Uh, there is a sound, not unlike an air circulation system, which could explain why it's not musty. There's a little bit of dust, but not enough to. It's not a lot compared to other areas you've seen that went unattended for countless millennia. Some of the machinery in here seems to have maintained the area a bit. Sorry is going to find some rock in her pocket or whatever. I mean, one of her tail pouches, probably. I assume she has something. And she is going to cast the light cantrip on it because... I seem. I think I have it, unless Foundry is fooling me, and she doesn't see in the dark. What amuses me I have is have a lantern as well. Hmm? You said tail pouches, so yes. I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of you. You're in a social situation back home, and one of the kobolds mm-hmm. there is trying to make small talk just to like avoid the awkwardness. And they say, "I, I like your tail," and you say, "Thanks. It has pockets." Yes. What? Yes, pockets. Your your tail has pockets. Uh huh. This conversation just got more awkward. Think, 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 think. Fast forward to today. <laughs> you have pulled a rock out of one of your tail pockets and cast a light uh-huh. cantrip on it. Also, Longkep pulls out a lantern because lantern. Mm-hmm. I suppose that I do not need to light the lantern, though. I suppose you could cast light on the lantern if you wished. Sorry would be delighted to reach in and cast light on the internals of the lantern because that way if the lantern has any shutters or whatever it can be shuttered and, and make it less bright. Oh, the spell ends if I cast it again. Okay, I will have to just cast it on uh, I will cast it on Longkep's lantern and put the rock back. It's my light rock. It turns into a light when I need it. 
I mean, at least it's not a heavy rock. That would weigh that down. too. Exactly. Something at something a large rock the size of a small rock. Mm-hmm. It could this be. This is a small rock crab. the size of a small rock. <laughs> we do not want any crabs. No, thank you. No, no carson, no carcinization or whatever that. Eventually, term is. all rocks turn into crab. Not unless you have some very strange druids or some very bored spellcasters with mold earth. I'm just saying that beach episode was very weird. Deza has gone off into the darkness. I don't even see Deza anymore. Where is Deza? There's Deza. On the right side. Oh, there you are. (laughs) I had one of the characters selected that wasn't you, so I couldn't Mm -hmm. see you. You were out of everyone's line of sight. Ah. Okay. So as you are exploring this room... occasionally... Deza occasionally forgets that not everybody can see 120 feet in all directions. At all times. What do you mean you can see this entire room? What, like it's hard? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) So this room is definitely a storage room. Some of the boxes are the kind of disorganized that some uh, a place gets when it was organized, but because they someone was getting materials out of these boxes, they got rearranged just a little bit. Like, well, I'll put this box on top of that other box later. I can't be bothered with mm-hmm. it right now. I'm in the middle of something. So it's not like everything is totally disorganized, but most of the crates are filled with essentially raw materials. There's ingots of iron, ingots of gold. There's copper wire. There's material that you assume can be used for insulation, but in its current form, it's like, well, it's a giant cube of insulation, but apparently they had ways of, and the cobots have ways of taking these things and breaking them down and putting them together in much smaller and reconfigured ways. So this is just a convenient way of storing them. Uh, there is also something that Deza saw upon entering because Deza can see 120 feet in all directions with dark sight. There is a collection of cobots in a row further back in the room. Most of them appear to be cobot protectors. There is at least one cobot artificer. There is what appears to be a cobot admin. Uh, the, they are all not active. They're just standing still. And there's one that your best guess is it was. it's a cobot ambassador. Having met a cobot ambassador that was designed to look like an elf. You know that cobot ambassadors are designed to look like non-draconian species. <laughs> but this one is their head is much closer to that of a skull than any humanoid species you've encountered. Although it looks remarkably similar to that one Warforged you've seen on the moon, who's friends with some of the higher up-ranking cobalts in the Circle of Tales, named JR. Their Mm -hmm. skull is open. Like, imagine, if you will, one of those toolboxes where you can open it up and it sort of extends out shells to the left and the right. Imagine doing that to the skull of a robot and seeing all the bits and bobs and stuff inside. I will communicate this to the rest of the party. Do we want to make first contact or do we want to go get our artificer? I think I look at Sori and Longcap. I think possibly I should be the one to make uh-huh. contact. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. It is true some of those that have been left behind here do not seem to believe that we are cobalt. And you are a 
accomplished at making first contact. Diazar runs up and says, Tag! There aren't any more horrors in the corners of the room, right? I mean, that box over there looks suspicious. Hmm? That box over there looks suspicious. There is a horror in the corner of the room. It is over there. Oh, (laughs) true. Longkep points at the shadow spawn that they summoned. (laughs) It waves back. Sorry, waves. It waves back. (laughs) It is a very helpful horror. As many times as you wave at it, it will wave back at you. Sorry, we'll just wave like once or twice and then decide that this is adequate communication of, I have noticed your presence. It's a being that was pulled from the dark places between the stars. This is as much as it knows how to be a civilized being. Some waves mm-hmm. at you, you wave back. Mm-hmm. Don't eat their face unless they're trying to eat yours, or you're told to eat their face. Right. This is also about the level of socialization that many kobolds have. Well, they haven't had the moss argument. <laughs> Sorry the- prefers the moss argument, because she remembers when it was basically the honey and... Ranch dressing argument. I'm sure they get found during a famine. The eternal question about the moss argument is, do you sort the moss by color, texture, or taste? Sorry, does not sort the moss, except as she is instructed to, and not by taste, because it all tastes like moss to her. Some she has a very deficient palate. Some outsiders suggested sorting it by expiration date, but kobolds don't know what that is. Does moss expire? If you're saving it as I mean, a food stuff, theoretically, it might. I mean, it, it, I'm sure it would get dried out and, and horrible, but if you keep it on a nice little patch of, of something. Anyway. Anyway, you not that there are any monsters in the room. I told you yes. that the box looks suspicious um, because it's, it appears to be, well, most of the crates have a certain aesthetic to them that matches the materials used for the walls and floor and ceiling of this storage area and the lab on the other side of the door. That box over there is wood. A dark stained wood, actually. Like stained as in there's stains on it or as in someone has decided- Someone with carpentry skill tried to make it look nice. Okay. Sorry, we'll keep half an eye on the box. The box does not appear to be moving. Um, Dezal is approaching the Kobots, I believe. Yes. Okay. As you get closer, you notice that they do not all appear to be 100% complete some of them are missing like the first cobot protector you approach is very clearly missing one of its arms Uh, they all have tags that are hanging down from their necks like they're wearing necklaces and they're paper tags not metal tags the ink is a little faded but not a whole lot it's held up surprisingly well and the first one you come to the tag says prototype and then it has a bunch of numbers and letters The next one has a different set of number, numbers and letters, but it still says prototype. Is this true for all of them? I'll go down the line and check. Uh, they each are set up very similarly, except for the ambassador one at the end of the line that looks kind of like JR. It still says prototype, but there's no numbers or letters. Just prototype. Yes. There's a line like someone was starting to write something, but they never finished. Hmm. Hmm. Concerning. Also, when you're right up in front of the ambassador, you can see inside their head because, again, the skull case is open. And it looks like there's something that's supposed to sit 
in a socket in the middle. Like there, there's a cavity for it and there's wires that go out on either side to go around whatever thing is not there. I wonder if it's a soul, what's a soul gem like uh, cog. I'll start looking for this. I'll start looking around for things that look like they might go in that socket. Okay. So you start opening boxes and crates and stuff. Yeah, and looking on tables and... Okay. Give me an investigation check. Can I help uh, Daisa open boxes and crates and stuff? Sure. I am trying to assist. Actually, I don't know if I'm proficient in investigation, so I might not be able to help. Well, you saying you're helping allows Daisa to roll at advantage. Yes, that's what I was meaning. That's a 22. Okay. So very quickly, you are able to start discerning what's in the boxes without having to open them. Like I said, they're mostly organized already. Things are just not as squared up and stacked properly as they were when everything was first moved here is all. But that small box that Sori noticed when looking for the monster at the end of the book, I mean corner of the room, is not like the others. For one thing, it's not designed to be sturdy enough to be full of iron ingots. It's not set up to have a handy little label, which would have been legible, but that ink has faded over time, on the front of it. And when you open it up, you find a collection of crystals that are all in their own individual boxes inside this box. The boxes don't have tops on them, which is how you're able to see that they're all crystals in there. Cog gems. I mean, you just fought a crystal monster last session. So you're familiar that uh-huh. they've been doing things with crystals from the Elf Armada. Well, let's take the box over and see if any of them is a good match for the, the okay. ambassador. Uh, the Maybe we should be asking. Large. The second one's too small. This is the also third true. one is just right. When, when you try to place the third one, three grizzly bears appear. Uh-huh. Figured. <laughs> Who's been uh, activating our ambassador? When... You do find a crystal that is designed to fit in a way where you don't have to bend anything out of shape to put it in. You pull your hand away just in time to prevent from getting your fingers pinched as the skull closes in around it and the I eyes start we, to glow blue. I hope we didn't oh, just screw things up. A, a whirring sound starts to appear. It's the kind of sound that if you've been hearing it for a while, you won't notice it. But if it starts or stops, you're very much aware that it has started or stopped. Uh-huh. And, oh, the air conditioner's coming on. Yeah. <laughs> and now this ambassador had been sitting down. Otherwise, you, a kobold, would not have been able to do anything with its head. It, except for the flying part. Well, yeah, except for the flying part. But you've been in here for a while. You, you can't 100% trust that your flying is going to last much longer. Um, it stands up, looks around the room, and says, Processing. 98% functionality, 99%, 100% functionality. Wonderful. Wave. Oh, hello. What year is it? Good morning. And we've been playing for almost an, an hour. hour. What do you say we take a short break? <laughs> Valid. And we're back. And the ambassador with the skull for a head just asked what year it is. <laughs> what year is it? Um, your character knows the DM has not set up an official means of telling the year based on Circulus time. So your character knows what year it is in Circulus. And I will say it's less than such a year in Circulus, but oh, I'm not good. sure what year it is here. Oh, but you are aware of Circulus? Well, yes, that's where we're from. Ah, 
Are we on the moon? No. We left from the moon. Okay. To come here. This is somewhat confusing. I was supposed to be activated on Circulus. This is the interior of a forge world that apparently the kobolds built. Some you of this were is... supposed to be activated on Circulus. Yes. Some of this is starting to make sense. I don't know how much were I can you tell you. Were you part of a mission that was supposed to be sent to Circulus? Yes. Uh, forgive me. This is... I was technically born less than five minutes ago. I have in, an internal database that is giving me information. For example, I can speak Draconic. But mm -hmm. I am processing this just as fast as you are. Sorry. Um, do you have a designation or a name? I... Or both? Do not. Oh. They go and instinctively reach for the tag hanging on their neck and... They can't lift it up to look at it because the, the cord is too short for that to work. So when they pull it up, it rips off of the string. They look at it and say, hmm, so whomever assembled me didn't have a name for me either. Names well, are tricky. Uh-huh. Is it okay if I call you Pete? I guess. I'm not sure Pete suits me, but it can do for now. It's a temporary name. There's also CA for Circulus Ambassador, but... And if you activate another one, it'll be repeat. Obviously. And then heaven help you if Pete falls out of the boat. Oh, I see that. Prototype, or PT, or PD, or Pete. Makes sense. The weird thing is, I'm, I'm not sure I'm really a prototype. I was designed, but much of me is derivative. Well, we can figure that out later. Um... Right. I should probably get on my way to Circulus. You know of it, so... There is clearly some means of transportation between here and there. How far away is Circulus? Um, it's a little bit of a problem because the ship we came in got shot down. What do you, you know about- From Circulus. Right. Um, Elf Armada, does that ring a bell? Figuratively? There- I have some information about them, yes. I gather they blockaded the place? The planet? Here? Is this a current development? Um, I'm trying to figure out if you predate the blockade, or post-date it, or during-date it. Based on the layers of dust in this environment, and the air circulation, which appears to still be operational, it is possible that parts of me were assembled several hundred years ago, or longer. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Where, how far away is Circulus? By spell jammership. How many days was it? It took you a month to get here. About a month. I, I could be wrong if I gave a different amount of time in episode one, then I'll have to go back and listen to that and correct <clears> that. <throat> but for now, we're saying it was a month. But if I said something else, that supersedes the statement. Yes. Okay. Oh. Oh. Well, this complicates things. Mm -hmm. We're trying to build a helm so maybe we can make a ship so maybe we can... Send people back to Circulus to explain what we found. None of you is able to create a teleportation circle? Not yet. Hmm. Do clerics create teleportation circles? If I pray really hard? If you pray really hard to a a deity of magic, and then take levels in wizard. Uh -huh. It's the taking levels in wizard part. <laughs> I am conducting research on the topic, but I 
do not have the capability. Do you have means of contacting people on Circular? Yes. Ah, wonderful. Well. I do not know if I can tell you who to contact. Um, I mean, I eventually told oldest old Kep from from our clan about it so he could tell the circle of tales. Please understand. When I say I do not know if I can tell you, it is not a matter of trust on my part. You it's a matter been... of numbers and time. It's a matter of safeguards that were hard-coded into me. That's okay. It's nothing against you. You're not you, allowed to... I assure you. You're, you're not allowed to betray certain information like people you might talk to because you're an ambassador, and ambassadors who got caught aren't allowed to give up information, right? Parts of this chassis are based on the design of a Cobot ambassador, yes, but that is not what I am. Oh, are you allowed to say? I am from a future which may or may not still exist. Did, did you just yell crap? Oh, I yelled crash! Uh-oh. Getting me here was convoluted and complicated. It could not... There are limitations to time travel that I have not been given all the details for, but part of it involved making me be significantly unlike one of my designers. Technically, both of my designers. This included not giving me a name. This included not allowing me to share information, possibly not giving me information. I do not know what I do not know. You're not supposed to take over, Circulus, are you? No, quite the contrary. I'm supposed to be there to help, but I'm not. The information in my database suggests that it was far easier the first time, but that caused a ripple. The first time? They saw? The people I need to have contact. You, have you ever heard of a case like this? Uh, no, but most time travelers are fairly circumspect about it. Hmm. Are the crystals the brain part, or are they the power part? A little of both. So who are all the other crystals? I don't have that information. Mm. I know the crystal inside me right now is one of the things that was sent back. Other parts of me could not be. Their designs, their schematics, the inspiration for them was sent back, placed in ideal locations to facilitate my creation here. How that information was gathered, how my creators knew to do that is not imparted in my crystal. So I don't know that information. It must have taken an incredibly long amount of time, and yet I still ended up a month away from Circulus by Spelljammership. Which we don't have any. At least I'm in one of the right years. One up? Well, time is somewhat flexible. I'm closer to a deadline than I would like to be. If you had woken me up a couple years ago, here, things might have gone better. But you didn't really have a say in your timing. No. Are you able to say what it is the deadline for? Giving enough, enough of a warning, I can't finish that sentence. 
if you can figure out something that should be told to the circle of tales, I can send it to Old Kep. They are not the ones I was sent to contact. Can they send a message on? No. Um, well, if you can figure out someone to contact that I could send a message to that you're allowed to say and that they would s- probably tell the right people, um, that's convoluted. If you figure something out, I have sending. I'm not sure you know the people that I need to contact, so you would not be able to send a message to them. Right. It'd have to be someone else who might know them. I'm not sure. No, I am sure. I cannot provide information in a whisper down the alley. Uh, is that... Then I guess... Is that a hmm? modern saying? I have no idea. It could also it be might called be telephone, somewhere. but I'm not sure you have telephones yet. Hello. Who's a phone? Ah. That question is now answered. So you need to design a helm. Mm-hmm. Do you have the materials? That would be why we're here. Ah, wonderful. Deza, you explain them. it. It's hard. Um, Deza, you you might, might know what the helm materials are. I don't know what the helm materials are. That's why we got an artificer. Well, now that we have access to a storeroom, we can bring the artificer here, and they will be able to determine whether we have the correct materials. Uh, PD... I need to change the name so it actually says PT, because I think that's funny. <laughs> uh, there we go. So Petey um, sits down, crisscross applesauce, and the blue eyes turn off. I guess we go get the art- our artificer? Yes, I would assume so. Okay. We could at least take Sorry. some of the materials here back with us. It might be fortuitous. Oh, probably. Wait, there's two of them? That was a mistake on my part, don't worry. Okay. <laughs> concern, concern. I'm. I'm muted. On... Hmm? <laughs> I was muted. Luck. What does Longcap Long have to say? Longcap would like to go and secure the crystals. That is certainly a thing that Longcap can do. So you now have a box okay. of crystals. That How is big is crystal. this box? Um, How big is it? It's. It's slightly larger than a bread box. Slightly awkward to carry, but you can carry it. For someone of Longkep's size, Longkep could carry it under one arm. It is lighter than a spell book. But also, spell books are incredibly heavy. <laughs> it is the weight of knowledge. It would fit in Sori's backpack, not in Sori's tail. Assuming she has a backpack, which she may not have with her at the time, even if she has one. Now, I'm imagining Sori just using the tail as a storage device... Not just the pockets, but the plush stuffing is removed, and it's just chock full of items found while adventuring, and it makes horrible I mean, clanging noises and, and clinking noises. As you have it to leave enough stuffing. Floor. You have to leave enough stuffing in it to keep it from doing that. Uh, a blue circle appears on the ground next to PT, and what appears to be a warforged horse rises up from it um um i have procured help for transporting material oh thank you i saw a three <laughs> rolled for arcana which comes up to a nine <laughs> uh long kept you're pretty sure that was a spell that was cast but it's not a, a wizard spell yeah i was um i was saying while well, muted again and forgetting i was muted again that I was fairly sure that I am not getting an answer to, did PT just cast Find Steed? 
you're not getting that answer in this session, but yes, PT just cast Fine Steel. <laughs> However, it- Longcap does not know this and cannot therefore make the guess that PT is a paladin. Which sucks for PT, because if they weren't a paladin, they might only be a few levels away of just being able to teleport to frickin' Circulus and dealing with this. (laughs) But no, they had to be a paladin. The class (laughs) not known for being able to teleport. Ever. Except for very short distances that involve replacing a goblin attached to somebody's face. Ryan is not a paladin. It has a special shield Ryan's a discount paladin. That still counts. Ryan is a sorcerer, or Ryan could cast the teleportation circle. Ryan used a magical shield to appear on someone's face. Yes, teleportation circles are generally not inscribed on people's faces. Oh my gosh. That would be like the worst (laughs) practical joke to play on somebody when they get dead drunk. They wake up one morning and, what's this tattoo that I got? Everyone, check this out. Teleportation circle. Ah! (laughs) This is what happens in dorms at wizard schools. In the the mess hall of the wizard school, one of them looks at the bottom of a barrel of water and says, Why is there a teleportation circle at the bottom of this? Oh, let me show you this. Okay, the water's gone. Where did it go? Where did it go? A wizard that's sopping wet walks out of the bathroom. What? <laughs> oh my gosh. The the fact that it's an official ruling that the teleportation circle just needs to be on a surface. And the surface can move. Oh no. You can cast teleportation circle on the deck of a ship. Or a shield mm-hmm. if large enough. Also the thing about paladins and teleportation circles is very funny because I put teleportation circle on the spell list of that thing I sent you. I like this. And I know you said something about changing the the poison damage thing. Let me know when you've changed that. Yeah, um, we're off track. <laughs> Sorry. We are off track. Anyway, PT is using some copper wire to rig up a harness that carries several crates where they're sort of counterweighting each other over the back of this horse. I guess we loaded up with stuff, huh? Well, it would be a waste to take more than one trip without carrying anything. Although there are a lot of the little harvesters, so... Well, I'm sure they can bring the more numerous materials. I'm not bringing any of the iron, and so far as copper is concerned, I'm only using that as a rigging material. But there are rarer materials here. I'm taking some of those. I'm glad you know what to take because I sure don't. But I can carry a few things. Spore will carry things if she's handed them. I am apparently a follower of a possibly fictional deity of sufficiently advanced technology. Symbol for them? You cut out there. Sorry, would like to know what the symbol is for them. The DM has forgotten. <laughs> I honestly don't remember what the symbol is for Clark. Sorry, just wants to know if it looks like hers. <laughs> it does not. It does not in any way look like the symbol of Tiamat. It has Who? zero dragon heads on it, and therefore is the polar opposite. <laughs> you know, I think this is the first time you've actually outright admitted what God Sorry, <laughs> Sorry. Symbol goes to. 
I think it's fairly obvious, but I mean, yes, we, that is the first time. We danced around the topic frequently enough. Eventually, one of us was going to fall into it. It's very That's obvious, right. but still. Yes. At the same time, I'm amused that no one said anything about the fact that P.T. said they follow a possibly fictional deity. I mean, frankly, Sori just went, oh, this, that sounds esoteric, so so maybe? Longcap just figures that's maybe how gods work. And P.T. just leaves it at that because none of you ask about it. All right, they take their horse, which they have not named, and start You're walking. saying it's a horse with no name? Yes. But you do have we have been a, desert. a desert? You went uh-huh. through a desert. You did not have but not horse on a horse at that time. No. Okay. And none just, of you just had riding to make sure. a horse. Indeed. Not even smallest Kep, who is canonically riding the skeletal hand. Lefty. Yes. Well, technically, righty whose pieces are on top of Lefty. True. So also Lefty. And P.T. walks towards a wall and says, this does not appear to be an exit. And then starts walking along the wall looking for the exit. This way. Ah, thank you. I can't even say I was born yesterday. I'm not that old. Today. Congratulations and welcome to the world. It's weird and we're in a lot and we have a lot of things that we have to do. And we haven't even explained the dragons who may or may not be impersonating gods or being gods or something. Dragons impersonating gods? Maybe. Which ones? Desa! Which gods? are Desa! What am I meant to be doing? Explain the gods and the dragons here. As the player doesn't remember, but Desa certainly does. Desa will explain the gods and the dragons. <laughs> Which is much well more as... terrible than the birds of, and the bees. Yes. As well Sorry. as... Not significantly being, worse, as well as not being sure whether the gods and the dragons are the same beings or just have the same names. I have opened up my notes because apparently I forgot to do that before the session began. Oh no! And you managed to go this off, far without them. Well, I did prep work this morning, so I was going off of that memory. Uh-huh. Uh, let me see if I can copy paste this in here. There are delays. Why are there? I do not want. There we go. So there's all the information again. So uh, it is quite possible that the god of civilization, known as Serviusa, is actually a red dragon named Severaxtras. The god of the forest, known as Gordian, is quite possibly the green dragon, known as Golastras. Pertinax is Pertinax, god of the barbarians, and also possibly a white dragon by the exact same name. Uh, the god of the nomads... Is Carusa, who may very well be a blue dragon named Carusa Trux, and Zeno, god of death and proper burial, may very well be a, be a black dragon known as Xenoluxus. It's one of those things. And what really amuses me is that's the second time that this copy pasted image has been pinned. Although this one has an additional section for their pronouns, so we'll keep that one. There we go. Also, apparently, Ugnot has been pinned. I forgot that Ugnot was pinned in this channel. It has nothing to do with this game, but it was put in this channel and then pinned by the person who put it there. And this amuses me. That's why I do not it myself. <laughs> also, I forget what an Ugnot is. It's a Star Wars species. Ah, okay. But not a Jawa, therefore. Anyway, so this is information you share, and PT... Absorbs all this information and then says, ah, so not one of the ones that I knew about. Okay. They've done this before? It apparently is quite common. 
You take something as powerful as an ancient dragon, and as egotistical as an ancient dragon, and compare it to something as powerful and egotistical as a god, there's a lot of overlap. Mm. Smash cut to Monty. <laughs> reading a book. Who sneezes and sneezes for no reason. Monty's just reading a book, what? not looking at the camera. Doesn't look up and say what, just sits there reading. Then smash cut back to this game. <laughs> Probably any, smash cut to introducing. Sorry. In any case, the, at least one of the dragons that I'm aware of that became a god may be dead or not yet. I don't have all the years. Which dragon? I apparently can't give you the name right now. <sighs> anyway, it would depend on how many very times they were killed. I feel like Sori is going to be thinking on this one for quite a while <laughs> until they get back. I'm sure it'll be fine, says the DM, and no one else. Mm-hmm. The DM has the overconfident trait. <laughs> we already knew that. But not the truthful one. <laughs> or does he? And if he tells you he does, is he lying? Anyway, enough about crossovers with Star Wars GURPS. <laughs> <laughs> it, Ellie, I think about that gif every time we play a session of GURPS Wars because all three of the characters have overconfidence. Mm. But only two of them are also impulsive. Thank goodness. I am quite patient, actually. Thank goodness. Which is why we left you in the U-Haul. This is not actually why we left Rocky in the U-Haul. You left? But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway. Wrong game. Wrong game. Eventually, we're going to get back. True. Eventually, we're going to get back to our um, local. You get back uh, to the forge. Yes. Which I should have had it preloading. But I did not. Oh, Sori okay. is probably having some amount of wisdom, if not hugely high intelligence, going to be mentioning to Petey that we kind of do have a dragon that who may be on our side, kind of. And you're not Wonderful. going to suddenly try to attack him, right? Why would I do that? I don't know. Because Cog has programming that makes it very hard for him not to attack this dragon. Who's Cog? Cog is, um... He is a kobold. I forget Cog's pronouns. Sorry. Uh, Cog really didn't specify pronouns, but it's quite possible they're he. Cog is a kobold in an armor suit. The physical kobold no longer exists. The armor ah. suit is... An animated mechanism. Powered by a soul crystal thingy? I have some information on this technology. Not enough to replicate any of it. It was deemed unfeasible for my purpose. Probably good. Well, yes. If it had been deemed feasible, I would not have been created. Sorry, is not following the thing. <laughs> I exist because my creators could not be. I am a proxy. Hmm. And I have to do a little bit of grocery put away. I will listen. I am renaming PT to Condolence Prize. <laughs> I am not renaming. All right. So you eventually get back to the forge, and you, as you approach, you hear Utashi 
very verbosely explaining what took place. And they're apparently halfway through the fight with the crystalline unspeakable horror. There's a lot of sound effects that are being added. Uh, they are explaining it to 314, who was listening intently. And then you say hi, and 314 is like, shh, this is the best part. And we're not going to go through the whole story, but we're going to cut forward in time just a little bit to Itachi saying, and then they suggested that maybe we could go back and let you know what we'd found so far. And I said, that's a good idea. And so I'm here. And then I started telling you the story and okay, okay, I think we're going into a time loop here. So, uh, what'd you all find in, behind the door? Point. I think I must take the opportunity to say a time loop, though it is not entirely accurate. Oh, is that why there's a shadow spawn next to you? No, that was, that's normal. That. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the unspeakable horror from the dark places between the stars is... Not relevant to this conversation. Correct. 314 waves anyway. The star spawn <laughs> waves back. 314 waves. The star spawn waves back. Is this going back. to get into a loop? That's well, going to get into a loop. 314 knows to stop. It's Cog who cannot stop. If you wave at Cog, Cog will wave back every single time. Oh no. This was established earlier. True. Oh, I've got the old icons for righty and lefty here. we got to get rid of this. This is neat. <laughs> Actually, that was right. But that wasn't the right right. That wasn't the right you wanted. That right isn't lefty. There's lefty. Righty is not here right now. But if you leave a message after the next long rest, <laughs> long cap, we'll do a thing. And righty, we'll get back to you. PT brings the warhorse over and un undoes the copper wiring, and these crates just fall down to the ground in front of the forge. And I've been told that. There has been an effort to recreate Helms. Uh, yeah. We were sort of doing that until the plot got lost. By the way, I'm going to say that the sound of groceries is, in fact, all these materials being sifted through. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oops. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's If I can explain away a sound with something in-game, that's wonderful. It's why I gave Meepo a, bir a birdsong staff. Oh. But never mind about that. Be because we kept hearing Jen's birds in the background. It was wonderful. Um, and I didn't want them to keep apologizing for it because it was wonderful. Uh, yes. So um, we were first, it was like, well, we've got these ships that we made, but we don't have any helms. And then it was like, well, let's check out the supply line because no helms have been coming. So that was checked. And there wasn't any. And so then um, apparently there's dragons. And then there was a lot of fire. And now I'm setting up the forge. So maybe I didn't lose the plot. Maybe we just, it lapped us. I think the plot lapped us. Mm -hmm. Or we lapped it. I don't really know. We are breaking progress. I heard breaking progress, which is, if true. Making a making, very making. apt mispronunciation. That too. But no, no, I said making. I meant making. Progress. It is being made, I swear. Okay. Well, um, helms are the only thing that the ships really still need. And I think I can make them here. We just need, um... And 314 looks over at the crates and, oh, some of that. And, uh, some of that. And a whole lot of... Oh, you don't have any of that. Oh, wait, no, it's over here. 
It was underneath this worthless gold. We have not yet really purchased very many things, but I believe that gold is useful as a currency up above. So if we found those willing to trade with us and not attempt to attack us, perhaps we could use the gold to acquire useful things. I mean, gold it was a figure of speech. Gold is useful. It's a great conductor. But uh, you know that not actually lava, but looks like lava? That's like all around the forge here? A, a good 5% of that is gold. Could we get a lot of jewelry made out of it? I mean... Get out there. I, I heard a request to make jewelry. And Maury needs stuff. Maury needs some of it. Lots of it. We should have rings. I mean, I'd rather use it to make cobots, because I was told to make cobots. That too. But if you don't need all of the gold, then can we have, like, some rings and things? You'll have to ask my admin. Matter of fact, I know. I'll go ask my admin. I think there was an admin in the other room. There was? It said prototype, though. It was somewhat incomplete. Oh. Hmm. Well, I'll send some harvesters to bring it back. And... The part of the forest that looks like a giant dragon head that previously you saw harvesters crawling out of, uh, what appears to be a metallic alligator climbs out of it, and it starts wandering off towards the railway. It's got one of the the cart the things in on its back so that harvesters can little ones can put things into it. Yes, and Dezah went for a ride in it. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Not this one, but Dezah did go for a ride in one like that. This one still has that new cobot smell. But we are still getting a sense of deja vu. Oh, you too? They saw cast mirror image? No, that was Hobby. Hobby can't cast mirror image yet. That was Hobby with powers provided by the GM before the game started. <laughs> so, I hate to ask, but how long is this going to take? Well, um, if you want a rush job on a helm... I suppose. I don't think so. I could probably get one built for you by tomorrow with the stuff that's here. Do we want a rush job on something that has to last for at least a month? I mean, by rush job, I mean I'm not going to be building other things at the same time I'm building the helm. The whole thing's getting constructed out of nanites. Oh, so it'd be safe. Yeah, I already made the factory. And when 304 says as they point over to another side of the forge where... I did not make the sprite for it, but there is a metallic dragon that is just laying metal eggs over to the side. Why do I feel like our poor red dragon is probably going to be extremely, um, I don't know. That's the sort of thing that if I were a dragon, I would just sort of be staring at it in horrified fascination. I'm going to say that the dragon you allied with is not currently in the forge. (laughs) Or possibly is Cog s- or Bog. I'm worried. Well, Cog and Bog were overseeing transporting materials, so they have not been spending a lot of time here. Also, Bog is not spending a lot of time here because Bog is very susceptible to fire damage, what being most <clears throat> plant now. Yeah. I believe then that the main concern is... Actually, let me drop out of character. Was the thing that shot us down... The thing we blew up, 
or are there potentially still things that might shoot ships down somewhere? What do you mean yeah, shut really down? Been. I'm that was out of character. I said I was swapping to out of character. Yes, but I'm responding with Mori being in character. Have you ever explained oh, okay. to Mori the exact process of being shut down? I don't know. We were flying, and then the cobalt who was on at the helm at the time when we were were above the planet, everything turned into light in the middle of the the control room, and then there was a big hole, and we were falling, and we got thrown into escape pods that went bubble. And so we bounced instead of splat. I am looking through my notes to make sure I get certain names correct. And I'm trying to find the name of the city you... Oh, High Temple. So the thing that you blew up... Sorry. Yes, yeah, sorry is sorry. We know this. Uh-huh. It took high-ranking priests of all five approved faiths to maintain it and it kind of burns them out in the process it was supposed to keep us safe and prevent invasions of otherworldly gods and it manifested as a giant beam of brilliant light that burned everything it passed i mean we weren't so in character that is probably what shot us i don't know why i then started talking out of character. That's probably what shot us down, and Longkip will not have to bring up that a ship might not be able to get away. I mean, we don't know that there might not be more. It was the only one that I'm aware of. It's a big planet! It was is... Hightower a static beam, or did it move around? It wobbled a bit every now and then, but those occurrences were pretty rare. Um, the last time was just before you all showed up. Uh-huh. I remember thinking it probably caused a big stir in High Temple, although I was mostly trying to focus on my shop at that point. Something big and bright certainly put a hole through the control room and and then our helm and our helm's cobalt were gone and most of the other people on the ship because it crashed. It was like if somebody took a giant sword made of plasma and sliced right through it. But that seems incredibly infeasible. It's like Utashi. Eh, well, um, but we probably shouldn't assume that there's not more of them on other continents because um, I'm very sorry, Mori, but if it does turn out that the gods are actually dragons, I can see why they wouldn't want any competition. And they might have other groups to keep the competition um, uncompetitive. You know I was being trained for the priesthood, right? Uh Uh-huh. Maintaining that beam, the plasma sword or whatever you're calling it, like, it took very powerful clerics to do that. And they could still only do it for a few months before they pretty much retired. People trained their whole lives for that honor, after which they were honored, but didn't have any abilities after that. We as a civilization don't have enough priests to maintain two of those, although now the numbers might start going. Do we um, know that there's not another civilization on the opposite side? Well, 
I'm making sure I'm getting the names right. According to the Karasites, I mean, there's cities and stuff, but it's just the five religions. They all feed into High Temple. High Temple is the capital of all of them. Clerics, we get our power from the gods. Is it, is, was feeding that thing burning out the ability to get power? Or was it? Well, um, let's put it this way. Uh, I think I might know how this works, but not a cleric. So feel free to tell me I'm wrong. Um, when I'm creating something, I have to use certain gauges of wire if I want energy to go through it. If I use a really thick gauge, that can cause some problems, especially with weight ratios. But if I use too thin a wire, sending energy Burns through out. it, it melts. Sometimes it evaporates. Sometimes it explodes. But usually it evaporates or melts. So it's possible that you're melting clerics. And Mori just looks at 314 as 314 explains this with a look of horror on her face and says, That is the most terrifying description of the process I have ever heard. But it also explains why my father was encouraging me to go into different specializations. Pulling power from gods or god dragons, depending, and pushing it into that thing. Also, that does kind of cut down on the number of clerics that need to be provided for. If you never have a cleric get powerful enough to cast Wish, you're not going to have to worry about a cleric usurping you. Um... Or wishing that no one knew who you are. <laughs> Just saying. It might also explain then why... Should I be rolling an arcana check to say that clerics are not capable of casting that spell no matter how high level they get? <laughs> My statement was out oh, of how powerful they Good. And in certain, okay. in certain editions, clerics could cast Wish. <laughs> Actually, Marwise that... doesn't. Couldn't Marwise cast Wish? No, no. The characters who could cast Wish in the original pack tactics were Daldane and Zeely. Oh, Marwise could bring people back. That's why I was lumping Marwise. <laughs> yes, Mar Mar Marwise had resurrection. Um, so there were multiple characters casting resurrection, including Marwise. But Marwise was not using a general purpose. Marwish was not using the Swiss army knife of spells to do so. Yeah. Okay. So, but also... On the other hand... If your clerics don't get powerful enough to resurrect people, <laughs> it's harder for them to they don't, you as well. And also the resurrected people don't bring back tales about whose realm they were in. There's mixed messages about that. In some canonical instances, people who get resurrected don't remember the afterlife they were in. Still, it's a risk. The Possibly other thing is that if the gods here are not super powerful, then providing a lot of spells to their clerics might be um, more difficult. I mean, if you're providing power, you don't want to provide too much of it because uh -huh. you want to keep the power for yourself, especially if you're a dragon. Uh-huh. These are all thought processes that you might be having with an in-character conversation that takes much longer than that. Uh -huh. PT also surmises that because of the shielding that was put around this world once the dragons got into power, 
it might explain why PT's composite parts were inspired and assembled and in one particular case transported before the dragons got to power and were sitting in essentially cold storage for all these. We had to only go in through a certain point in the crystal sphere, didn't we? Well, Sniv did have a means of opening a portal through the sphere. I'm just wondering if the portal is like very close to directly above High Temple. You weren't immediately shot out of the sky. True. But you did get shot out of the sky. Uh Uh-huh. You didn't see the beam from your initial entry point or when you were approaching the atmosphere. You were in a lower altitude. Not low enough, but you were at a lower altitude when it suddenly showed up. So maybe we did just simply orbit into position to get... That would require a very low roll on Sniv's part because Sniv was piloting at the time. Well, I mean... Hmm. Sniv is a pretty high level, or was, before Sniv became... Now Sniv is very high level physics. (laughs) Or very low level physics. Photons. (laughs) And possibly tachyons. I feel like tachyons should be high level physics. They're weird to figure out. Yeah, that's all in the past. Okay, no one's going to acknowledge that. Those are chronotons. Those are chronotons. Don't mind me. I know Treknobabble. <laughs> okay, so probably only one of them. They probably didn't set up another secret one on the other side where people don't go, or one that they were powering themselves. So. Well, these are cobalt ships, am I correct? Ours was. Well, the answer is simple. Whichever ship I take, I will simply make sure that its stealth capabilities are active. Did you bother to mention that there's stealth capabilities on those ships? Most angel ships have them. You were in a long-range transport ship, Mm. which may or may not have had stealth capabilities. But wasn't using them, presumably. The DM honestly doesn't remember. Mm -hmm. But the DM did specify that it was a different design. Mm -hmm. Ah, stealth capabilities. The thing that our ship probably didn't have. Yes, your ship did have enough room to give you all food for a month. Except for the part where someone stowed away and was chomping on it. It was mostly the sweet rolls. Uh, it's fine. Snib needed to cut back anyway. He was starting to get a It could be worse. It could be blue cheese and honey. There was no blue cheese or honey. At least they weren't kept in the same locale. Those were in mayonnaise different and crates altogether. Oh, the, the mayonnaise was in one of those alchemical jars. Mm-hmm. So you can just get a certain just, amount of mayonnaise every day. I'm just thinking of those those horns of condiments or whatever, the flasks of condiments that you know you you could live off it probably with calories, but oh no, those are alchemy jugs. Yeah, yeah. You could yeah, basically live off of eating the mayonnaise out of it every day. Yep, or honey. Well, the honey is the chaser you have afterward. I think you pour the honey one day and you pour the mayo the next day, and that way you can have. I'm not thinking about that. <laughs> I love that this is the conversation we're having right now. Anyway, Deja was taking notes while the clerics were talking shop. Uh, meanwhile, the nana- the nanites are being put to use, making a helm. The nanites, which are <gasps> grandmother nanites, are busy making Werther's Originals. And shortbread Ooh, cookie look tins. how much you've grown. <laughs> <laughs> They're also producing shortbread cookie tins that when you open them are filled with sewing supplies. Sewing kits. Yes. All sewing kits are marked by by little cookie designs, right? Cobots. That's how you know it's a sewing. Require clothing. And probably the prototypes are going to get brought in. 
Yeah, the prototypes are being hauled in. Uh, that's going to take a little while because the cobot haulers are, well, they walk like alligators. So they're a bit slow, but they can carry more weight than harvesters can. So there's that going uh -huh. for them. But that's a job that you don't have to And then there's the nanny, the nannyites who are watching <coughs> over the nanites that don't have anything else to do right now. They're new nanites. They haven't been trained up yet. It's take a short rest. Actually, you might be able to take a long rest because the helm won't be done until tomorrow. We should probably take a long rest. And you know what? I think that's where we're going to end it for tonight. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, everyone, for playing. Tonight, I was joined by a bunch of awesome people, including Beth, Ellie, and Eo. Anyone want to plug a thing? Eo's mom writes books at elizabeth-mccoy.com. And if you see one that you like, they're all ebooks. You talk to your local library as well, and you say, hey, can you buy this book for me? And you tell them it's on overdrive and they're real cheap for libraries and speaking of anything oh wait jen's not here so we can't have jen talk about bookofgen.net wait right <laughs> where you can find everything that jen writes about and also shatteredstolestone.com i think it is for the diablo uh -huh. stuff and blizzard stuff in general uh -huh. which would probably involve the huge nerf that got put in that like every news source that I pay attention to that mentions games at all has talked about how a lot of people are really upset that they just nerfed every build in the game, including the ones that were the weakest. Now they're even weaker. Oh, no. Yeah. Apparently... But, but isn't... Hmm? No, no, go on, go on. Yeah, apparently, they made crit damage like really, really important, but they didn't want people to think it was that important, so they made it worse. Is this a nerf because of pvp stuff which is why they always had the rotating what class is being nerfed this time or is this because people were making the bosses go down you know i didn't pay attention enough to figure that out because i have never played diablo 4 and probably won't but oh diablo okay yeah yeah that's probably for bosses then uh, yeah it, it could be whatever but in any case speaking of Patreon, speaking of Yes. Help us keep the lights on, <laughs> along with other illustrious patrons, by going to patreon.com slash cogwheelgaming, and join other illustrious patrons, including Chris, Ellie, Eric, Shanshan, Walter, and patron emeritus Cindy. And until next time, this is Crash saying, road trip! Good night, everybody.